What's up, everybody? This is the Nerd Came News, and I am one of your hosts, Zach Dykes, joined by there are rumors of a villainous man with a malevolent talent for conjuring mason jars out of thin air and hurling them at unsuspecting victims. No one knows his true identity or motives, only the devastation he leaves in his wake. They say he calls himself Jarlin the Mason. Okay. Thoughts on that? At first, the way it makes it sound like I'm a redneck Harry Potter. Um, (laughs) Maybe you are a redneck Harry Potter. Who knows? Well, I do declare. (laughs) Um, The the other thing is, like, you miss the gold. Like, yes, Jarlin the Mason. I, I get it. Like, I get the play on words, like, for the exposition all that kind of stuff but you missed the golden opportunity to call me jarlin manson uh my marilyn uh, manson jarlin manson so Mm, but mm. solid name solid name however when it compares to the likes of marconius dracon the great wizard maxwell mind reach stone captain silverstride and kaka mcgraw you know I have a. I don't know if I. It's not top three. I'm gonna be honest with mm, you. Okay. I think okay. I'm think I'm gonna have to put that right below Captain Silverstride, though. Okay. Well, that's number what? Four. Number four, guys. Welcome to the stream, everybody. Welcome to the show. We hope that you're doing well tonight. This is the Nerd Cave News. Welcome in, everybody. Derek. How you been doing that? You took you took a siesta. You took a week off. You yeah. were just partying it up. You weren't doing anything else. If only yeah. anything else. <laughs> if partying it up, you mean I was sleeping in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh we we missed you last week. Yugi came in, you know, pitch hitting, doing awesome. Yeah. But we're glad to have you back, man. I'm glad to be back. I missed I missed y'all too. So I missed, you know, having talking talking nerdy, but I know Yugi killed it like always. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you, man, for stepping in as always, <laughs> holding it down. <laughs> yeah. So the the name came from a random conversation me and Amy were having the mm-hmm. other day. Uh, we spent like three, two or three hours, like coming up with random scenarios. Uh, the most inconvenient way to like mess with someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before that was like someone that could like summon Mason jars, but I was like, um, but they can like put anything in the Mason jar at the same time, you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, one of my favorite things, uh, to inconvenience someone, Derek Mm -hmm. would be to some of them. I can't say, um, (laughs) <laughs> family friendly um would be to like anytime they fill up their ice trays mm-hmm. to like take out the ice and just put water in them like don't even put water in them it's just like empty ice trays all the time so they never have mm. ice for their drinks mm. my mm. mine would probably be something along the lines like It'd be more of like a curse than it would be an inconvenience, but it'd be like every time you go sit on the couch to turn on the TV, the the, the remote's in the kitchen. Mm, mm. So, yeah. Uh, another was to um, 
every time they went to vacuum, the vacuum would be just chock full of stuff. Oh, so they yeah. would always have to clean the vacuum out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let us know how would you inconvenience someone you know in the most minute ways the more creative the better i uh, always have like um batteries that are running low in their smoke detector so it beeps oh <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> we do spend our time wisely uh here at our residence derek it comes to our new segment that's an old mm -hmm. segment but i love this segment <laughs> it's called what you playing so derek what you been playing i'm still playing that hogwarts legacy um mm. i uh i haven't played since saturday i tried to play yesterday it just didn't happen but uh i'm level 20 um i don't know what the level cap is i know there's a trophy for hitting level 40 so i'm at least halfway to that um been doing a lot of side quests in it um I feel over leveled because I'm level 20, and then a lot of the main missions are still like in the fives and sixes. I'm like, I think I have like a level eight mission coming up, but it's just like, yeah, I'm just a little. <laughs> but thankfully, the enemies do scale with you, so it mm. makes it still challenging. But yeah. uh, I'm trying to think story wise where I'm at. I did, I did a lot of story missions actually, so I'm trying to remember where I'm doing next. It's like two story missions at once. I got to do. I think I did one of them already, but yeah, it's, it's so far. The story is actually picking up really nicely. Um, I did go into the forbidden section of the library. Okay. Found, okay. Did that stuff found the, um, secret, if you will. Um, or I, I think met you could talk about it at this point. I mean, yes, I'm still I trying streamed, to be respectful. I, since I streamed that part on the channel as well. So, yeah. And I mean, I met up with the, old headmaster in the portrait you know that's like oh now mm -hmm. i gotta find the missing pages in order to learn more about what needs to happen for the pensieve and all that kind of stuff yeah. so so it's it's getting intriguing and like the mystery part of it because now i'm trying to look because now it's like a lineage of people that can use and under and see ancient magic so it's like all right what's the significance of this yeah yeah i I'm further on. I need to go back and finish it, but I, I don't know when that will be. Uh, that's mm -hmm. the biggest thing for me is like, I don't know when I'm going to get back to Hogwarts Legacy because uh, I've been playing some Helldivers, Derek. I've been. Oh, I know. Like, man, the, the man, the hype around that has been crazy. Yeah. And it's been great. Uh, I'm glad that um, everybody's enjoying it, that the game is literally blowing up, if you will. Yeah. Um, Derek, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this, and you're gonna be shocked. Okay. Mm -hmm. There was a there's a man named Murdoch that okay. got Helldivers. Mm -hmm. He hasn't played Skull and Bones because he of is, it. He has not played Skull and Bones. Doesn't intend to play Skull and Bones because of Helldivers being so good. Bruh, <laughs> the champion, the sole champion of that game. <laughs> The one who always like down like says you're crazy for saying it's gonna be a bad game, and he just dropped it like a bad habit at the eleventh hour. That's insane. Ooh, that, man. that you know that should automatically renege you out of that bet that you have to play Skull and Bones with him. Uh, oh, we I played. It was la not this Tuesday. I did play with him Tuesday this week, but last Tuesday he hopped on with me and Yugi. And he was like, yeah, he's like, you don't have to worry about doing the stream. He's like, I just want to play Helldivers. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're good, man. I'm I'm feeling good. I'm I'm out I, of a bed. Never, you know what? Hell must have froze over because you know <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know, they say it's never too late to turn to turn to the good lord. And you know, Murdoch has seen the light, the error of his ways, <laughs> and has finally rebuked the bad game devil that is skull and bones <laughs> exactly i thought you you would want to uh to know that yeah uh, because dude i was not uh expecting that to happen um, me either if you would have told me that if you would have just told me that on a whim i would have been like april fools isn't here yet zach i'm sorry yeah. like crazy town yeah, I was AKA, not expecting. Especially since Murdoch played the beta or whatever it was, mm -hmm. and he said, oh, it's a good game. It's not that bad, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, <laughs> it's not good enough for you to stop playing Helldivers. I think it's because Helldivers is so good. Oh, yeah. No, that's what like, I'm saying. It's like, yeah. it's not good enough for you to stop playing this other game that is great. Yeah, yeah. Like, he he's, he's hardcore, dude. He's like level 39 like he's he's that is all he's been doing he he had a week off oh yeah like that's all he did was grind on hell divers <laughs> so i i'm very happy right now i'm always very happy uh that uh we were able to free him we were able to cast that devil out <laughs> and now i see the line <laughs> uh nate asked when is the dlc coming to hogwarts um I don't know if there is there DLC. There's supposed to be. Um, I thought it was just like rough speculation. So this is from Gaming Bible. Uh, they mm -hmm. put out a post two days ago. Yeah. Uh, after learning that Hogwarts Legacy DLC is delayed, boo hiss, we're looking for other ways to keep the magic alive. Thankfully, hmm. there was another whimsical DLC we can revisit in, uh, for our time instead. Instead, you can get the Hogsmeade Haunted Hogsmeade DLC. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, hmm. Don't know when the other DLC, which I didn't even know there was other DLC coming out. So, yeah. There you go. There you go. So, I, I know we're going to. You know, it, well, I don't think we have, and just kind of mildly spoiling. No, we don't. Um, we don't. Going back to Hell Divers for a second. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know that the game is great. Yeah. You know the like servers are crashing, overloading. You know, to full of the capacity. You know, it's it's crazy. It's insane town. I have two questions because this one of them okay. popped in my head you, throughout the week. You know, seeing all this as I'm posting it. And then the other one just popped up now. First question is, do you think this is pretty much like the 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 way Helldivers 2 is doing for Arrowhead is what Returnal did for Housemark? Like it's pretty much their glow up at this point. I feel like so because like the first Helldivers was interesting, but a lot of people are not in the top down genre. Right. Um, but yes, I, I feel like because we covered, we, you know, we've talked about Helldivers for a while and yeah. nobody was talking about it. Nobody, Correct. you know, other than like people like us, but right. nobody was like, oh man, I'm really looking forward to Helldivers. 
it was just kind of like oh this is coming out and now that everybody's like got a hold of it they're like i'm seeing it i i literally told my colleague today at work i, mm -hmm. I we were talking about games i was like hell divers i am seeing it just like i saw elden ring and mm. tears of the kingdom on TikTok. it is mm. constantly in my feed and that yeah. tells me that a lot of people are playing even they're they're even like wives and girlfriends they're like you know i'm doing my part for democracy and like yeah. <laughs> they're literally logging in and trying to get them into the game uh what when they're like at work right uh because tuesday night dude i sat from six o'clock to about 8 20 trying to get into the game oh wow i was just gonna say i'm like i'm surprised we even stream we were able to stream at all yeah yeah so like i i think this is arrowhead and just really really you know taking taking the cake and i i hope that uh sony is like okay we're gonna because they're not first party they're second party right yeah they just partner with them but yeah. which is going to be my other question is do you think this is the next one sony buys yes i do i, I, I agree think, i think from this success it's like we you know it, it wouldn't make any sense not to because because they bought housemark after the success of returnal correct yes yeah Yeah. so yeah this if that the, the track would follow the track pattern would follow then yeah and it's like it's it's doing way better than destiny <laughs> right. you know what i mean and like yes there are a lot of issues but i do like the commitment to the game and the transparency um the ceo of arrowhead is on twitter they're constantly mm -hmm. talking about the game and he said and this is something that i was like wow that that means a lot he right. said if you're worried about server issues right now don't buy the game Correct. wait until it's fixed that is huge for a ceo yeah. it's like hey i know the hype's real right now and mm -hmm. it might spoil your fun you just waiting in a queue mm, yeah it's like wait until well, we and get most, the server issues fixed and most ceos uh you know would be like i'll oh, buy the game buy the game i want more i want more money but he's yep. like we i still want your money but wait till the game you can actually play the game don't just buy it to uh sit there yeah exactly so that that says a lot to me All as right. a gamer uh so uh did you have another question no that was that was that uh, okay. was uh where they buy would sony buy them okay dope guys we hope that you're doing well tonight um last thing before we ro roll into it nate says gotcha i'd heard rumors heard it would be free dlc but didn't know it was delayed yeah so that's all i really know like i've heard like oh that's you know gonna have something added on to it but mm -hmm. i don't think we've gotten really anything concrete and yeah from what i remember so but yeah i'm excited guys we're gonna have we got an awesome show for you this week in gaming elder ring wants game of the year again <laughs> nintendo bringing that nostalgia and playstation hopes exclusives make the money because this episode of the Nerd Cave News is brought to you by the Epic Game Store, where you can support us by going and using our creator code NerdCave at checkout. Also, Coffee Brand Coffee and our wonderful patrons. But more about that later. First up, I hope y'all ready, guys. I mm -hmm. hope y'all ready. Because Elden Ring DLC date has been announced. Shadow of the Erd Tree release date and gameplay trailer has been revealed. So uh, let's take a look at this. Mm -hmm.
Full disclosure, I haven't seen this trailer yet. I haven't so. either. The Elden Ring. Pure and radiant, he wields love to shrive clean the hearts of men. Mm. All right. There is nothing more terrifying. Yep. Why the music? Yeah. From soft. Makes it seem like a web. The way of light. Sacred place. Blood must spill. Blood of your fellows. They are truly faithful. Never saints. They just happen to be on the Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> nah. That's burning. Ew. Man, all right. Ew. Oh, it's like something out of a uh, spirited away. Yeah. Oof. And he's got lightning too. What? I know. <laughs> Mother. Wouldst thou truly lordship sanction in one so bereft of light? That's pretty dope. Yeah. I presume you too are keen to know. Ooh, ooh, rapid fire crossbow. Just what kind Mikkeler is doing here? Whoa, that's cool. A battle warthog. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh! A pitch, a porcupine Those hippo? stripped of the grace of gold shall all meet death in the embrace of Lesmus Flesh. Got some long arms. Right. And travel to the realm of shadow. I will not be far behind. May we meet again. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. June twenty-first. Ooh. Ooh. Derek, how are you feeling on that? How are you feeling on that? Well, I mean, as the resident anti FromSoft game person, like, and by anti, I mean the game's not for me. Games are great. Don't get me wrong. FromSoft makes fantastic games. They're oh, just yeah. not my style. But yeah. that DLC, it makes it seem like they're almost making it. This is like an interquel. It almost feels like it because because yeah. of the way because Elden Ring came out last year, and this is like a year year, year before last. Oh, yeah, it has been. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, a year before. So, two years ago. So, they've had plenty of time to marinate and let this cook. Yeah. So, this almost feels like another game, like a sequel, but it's like DLC. And, you know, I think this is going to be their most significant DLC, rightfully so, because this has been their best game that they've done. Um, I don't even think, correct me if I'm wrong, because Sekiro was the one before that. They, that didn't get any DLC at all, correct? Uh, I don't think so. 
because I think Dark Souls 2 and 3 and Bloodborne have been the only games that they've done to get DLC, because I know Demon Souls didn't. Yeah. I know Dark Souls 1 didn't. Don't, you know, I might be wrong on that one. But I know 2, 3, and Bloodborne all got DLCs, but Sekiro, I don't think, as it won Game of the Year 2, and it didn't get any DLC. I'm looking just to make sure. Yeah. Um. No, there was no no DLC for. Sekiro. Okay, I didn't think yeah. so. Which is strange because again, that that was another game of the year contender, and they had yeah. plenty of ideas for DLC, but it was weird not to see it from them. Maybe they took maybe because Activision was the publisher, they're like, nah, just put out the game and be done with it. Um. <laughs> I do like granted a lot of those were like creatures, but you know, there were like a lot of mini bosses and like in uh Elden Ring. So I wonder how many of these are mini bosses because it didn't look like a lot of like the main villains looked like very minute. So I wonder, but again, there's always secret bosses and there's they're probably gonna hide stuff. But I wonder if there's any gonna be one that's gonna be tougher than uh what's that what's that lady? Melania, I yeah. think it is, is her name. Yeah. So Wonder if there's going to be anyone that's tougher than her or on the same level. Hmm. The dancer one looked kind of close to it. From what, like, I was reading an article earlier today, like, mm -hmm. there, there's not going to be anyone that's tougher than her, but they're going mm -hmm. to be on like the same level. Ooh, um, okay. Some of them will be on the same level and everything. So, um, I'm glad it finally got a date because, like, we. <laughs> It, constantly we're like when is this going to come like is is it going to be now is you know when are yeah. we going to get an announcement and then it was like okay there's an announcement so um, they got a release date before hollow knight silk song at this point <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but you know with fires of rubicon coming out last year it was like i forgot about that yeah not letting you know elden ring take its thunder the, you know yeah. there was a lot that went into that i know it's a very different game compared to what they've been known for mm -hmm. recently uh but it still did pretty well you know oh yeah overall so i'm glad to see it we're finally getting elden ring y'all let me yeah. know are y'all excited for some elden ring um nate has a comment i have no idea about the story i feel like the story for elden ring and zelda super confusing just like final fantasy i have no idea uh what's going on in any of those um and death that, that's all you need to know death i i feel like oh you've been thinking about playing it says nate i've thought about playing it and then i'm like i i played um a good bit of what's that pinocchio game uh liza p liza p liked it it was just a time sink and yeah i need to get back to uh Finish Sea of Stars. Helldivers yeah. taking up my time, y'all. Helldivers <laughs> taking up my time. So, but yeah, that that's where I'm at right now. But yeah, it does. They they always look great. They always look really cool. But uh, it's just like, do I want <clears throat> to play these? And I do, but I know I'm not going to enjoy playing them. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, let's move into our next story. EA Sports College Football 25 arrives this summer Whoop -whoop. with a full reveal in May. Hallelujah. Speaking of things we've been waiting for, it's been three years since EA announced it was making a new college football game after a years-long hiatus. 
dubbed EA Sports College Football 25, not much has materialized about the game since its reveal in the way of updates. But the publisher has broken its silence with a new trailer confirming a release window and promising a bigger look at the title in the, in the near future. The video heavily leans into the skepticism fans have expressed over college football's existence, proudly exp expressing, yes, the game is real, while showing off snippets of behind-the-scenes development footage. The snazzy video doesn't do much besides that, but it ends with a promise of a full reveal in May in a summer launch window. EA Sports College Football 25 is being developed by EA Orlando, formerly known as Tiburon, the team behind the Madden games. This will be the first college football game for the, from the publisher since the demise of its NCAA football series, the last entry of which was released in 2013. And we've got a teaser trailer. Got something special for y'all. Low update for our fans from the big house to the bayou, from Carolina to California. Yeah, it's about college football. We know <laughs> you love it. Us too. Good thing takes time. Good things take time. Yeah. The rivalries, comebacks, the traditions and superstitions built by generations. There's nothing like it. Turns out. We've been building, too. So let's address the big owl in the room. Yeah, we've seen the posts, the predictions, the doubts. We get it. It's been a minute. <laughs> let's just say this ain't the only jersey we've been working on. The game this sport deserves. Because pretty soon, this place will be full again. Until then, cue the crowd noise. <laughs> yeah, it's really happening. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, two two things. One, May is perfect because that's usually when they reveal like what the next Madden game is going to be yeah. or like the first reveal of that. So that's perfect timing. And, you know, this summer, like July, that's, that was its slot for many, mm -hmm. many years before. Just take it back. It's it, it, The seat has kept been kept warm for you. Yeah, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> um, my other thing is, is like people complaining about like the game. How little how little we forget two years ago or like whenever it was revealed, like. They revealed it, and it's like it's not coming out anytime soon. Yeah. Then 2022, beginning of that, they said, hey, just giving you an update. The game is still happening, but it's going to be – it's not going to come out until two – like summer in 24 or like two years after, you know, two years from now. So they've been telling you mm -hmm. from the jump what to expect. A dollar treat that like, oh, game's not coming out for like 10 years. I'm like, no, they told you. You just forgot. Um but no, like I'm excited, man. Like seeing, like I almost didn't include the video, but it's like, nah, I want to include it because you know the hype is real. Like, yeah, man, if it, like we just had the Super Bowl not too long ago, and I'm like, I'm already ready for football again <laughs> after watching that. So, like, just let let's go, let's go. I'm I'm ready for some college football to come back. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm playing. Tell you the truth, I haven't played, man. I haven't bought Madden in like three, four years. Yeah. So, but I will definitely buy college football again. 
Yeah, I like I'm I'm up for buying college football just because I remember playing it so much. That's yeah. the only only way I'm going to play. Like I'm not going to play Madden. That's not me yeah. uh, at all. It's never really been my like NFL Blitz. Like if they came out with that, yeah. I'd be down for some NFL Blitz. But I'm excited for this. Uh, Michael uh, is excited. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know and. I, I, I want to be able to build a dynasty, develop the mm. pipeline, do all of those things that, you know, we had in the past. And I know it's going to look better. Uh, mm. Hopefully it will play great, which I'm sure it will. So because uh, this is the team that's behind Madden and everything. So. Right. Now, here's my question, because, you know, they still have that. Con- I think that if, I don't remember if this last year for Madden was exclusively on the current gen consoles. Um, but. Do you think NCAA will launch on everything like PS4, Xbox One as well, or it will just be exclusively new gen? Mm, I think it would be new or current gen. I think so too, because I think the way like if you're gonna wait, make us wait this long and it's gonna be like there's gotta be a point, there's gotta be that cutoff where it's like it's only on current gen consoles, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so I think I think I think that's what they do as well. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Michael says it was announced today that all schools have si- have to sign on or have signed on uh, to be represented as well. Yeah, I saw something about uh, athletes that sign on get six hundred dollars and a copy of the game because of the name, image, likeness stuff. That's pretty cheap. Oh well, yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, the yeah people like the players like for the professional players get like a pretty it's pretty much around the same lines as the madden players getting or the nfl players getting paid for their images of madden let's be fair not yeah, a copy true. of the game but they get they don't get paid like a major true, true. check either so true. so yeah i i'm i'm glad that uh they are getting some some bank on it you know because it is their likeness and i'm mm-hmm. glad we don't have to go into the character creator and yeah. you know make yeah. Tebow and all of this kind and, of and stuff. And now that will be interesting is like will they include every player like like say like the starter goes out will they include like the backup's name because you know for the longest time it was just like quarterback number 11 or whatever or wide yeah. receiver 32 so will yeah. they include everybody's name in there or just the players who sign on I wonder. I'm sure it'll be just the players that sign on. Yeah. Because like you you're dealing with like some legalities they might just like fill in names Mm -hmm. from there you know yeah so i don't know it is interesting i'm glad to see college football coming back uh but i am excited to talk about our next story which is some xbox updates that's not the one Xbox next gen console has been confirmed it will be the largest technical leap in a hardware generation Xbox is not exiting the hardware market anytime soon during the latest episode of the official Xbox podcast, focusing on the future business of Microsoft's gaming arm. Xbox president Sarah Bond teased Xbox has some exciting stuff coming out in hardware that the company plans to share this holiday. More interestingly, Bond teased, and what we're focused on there is delivering the largest technical leap you will ever you have ever seen in a hardware generation, which makes it better for players and better for creators and the visions they're building. 
Although Bond didn't spe specify what this hardware news would entail, leaked documents published last year revealed that Microsoft is planning to launch hardware refreshes for both the Series X and S. The mid-gen upgrade of the Series X is supposedly more compact than the original mo model and lacks a disk drive and will have a 2 terabyte internal storage and a 16 gig RAM. 16 gigs of RAM. In contrast, the updated Series S will include 10 gigs gigabytes of RAM. However, pricing of for these rumored consoles are yet to be seen. Uh, yet they and yet the announcement of the next generation of Xbox consoles is the first time Microsoft has publicly announced that it is working on a new generation system since the court document leak were published. And according to one of the leaked documents, Microsoft planned to release a next generation console in 2028. Derek, what's your thoughts? Yeah. So <clears throat> it's sort of like a dumb moment, right? Because they talked about it at the start of the Series X and S life cycle where Phil Spencer's like, we still like, yes, our focus and our future is going to be heavily invested in Game Pass and getting the Game Pass market and Xbox brand to anything that has a screen. However, he also stated how important hardware still is to their business model, to their company, mm -hmm. and to gamers. So he's like, we're still going to be focused on hardware. May not be our sole bread and butter anymore but going forward, but it's going to be an integral part. So it's just sort of a dumb moment that they would still like be in the hardware business. And I feel like, yes, after that business update, it was, while they did give some important information, I think it was also important to note, it's like, hey, look, man, we're not going anywhere just yet. We might, depending on how technology goes forward and, you know, what other kind of ways we can get games out there, we might, you know, jump ship 10 years from now. But right now we're going to still put a, a box in the living room. Yeah, yeah. And hearing that the next one is going to be the next biggest leap and everything is interesting because technically the Xbox Series X is the more powerful of the two consoles. Mm hmm I will I'm curious to see how PlayStation handles the mid-generation refresh because I know we're yeah. gonna talk about that in a little bit, but I don't think they're putting all the eggs in that basket. And I don't think Xbox is is either. Um, but I will be curious to see where we go in the future, what yeah. you know, kind of technology can be squeezed out of these machines because it it gets it, I don't understand it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand all them beeps and boops and those <laughs> ones and zeros. But, hey, y'all keep doing the thing. And I'm glad that Xbox is staying in the console side mm -hmm. of things because it's going to push everybody forward. So that's what I'm excited about, Derek. Mm -hmm. Let's move on to our second story from Xbox. Game Pass will stay on Xbox <clears throat> formats and will not be coming to PlayStation. So Game Pass will remain on Xbox, despite rumors that the service may eventually come to PlayStation and Nintendo formats. The format holder revealed that Game Pass will continue to only be available on Xbox platforms following yesterday's announcements that the Xbox maker would be bringing four exclusive games to rival consoles. However, the previously rumored Starfield and Indiana Jones are not among them. Xbox players should have confidence in building your digital library in the Xbox ecosystem. We will continue to reward that with the most robust player-friendly experiences, including backwards compatibility, cross-play, cross-save progression, convenient cloud gaming, and more. So, again, this was the Apple versus Epic. You know, there was talks way back several years ago about 
that they were trying to work with Nintendo to maybe bring Game Pass to Switch. And mm. that fell through because, you know, Nintendo's online ecosystem is trash. Um, so it, it's it's good. Like, it, I know Phil Spencer's talked about, hey, maybe one day PlayStation can hold uh, play Game Pass. But I think that's sort of like a high in the sky hope. Like, that's, you know, if Sony ever wants to play ball, he's like extending an olive branch. It's like, hey, it's there if you want it. But I don't think, realistically, I think that they know that it's better just to put it on PC, um, cloud, and their own consoles. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, okay, we've got 34 million subscribers to mm-hmm. Game Pass, which it's still interesting that PlayStation Plus has more subscribers, but PlayStation did have a much larger install base last generation compared oh, yeah. to the Xbox. So I think that's a lot of that uh, mm-hmm. reasoning. And PlayStation Plus used to be way better. Um, <laughs> you know, in the PS4 generation for a while, it was like banging. But Game Pass, you know, being on xbox platforms and everything makes sense plus you know they they're bringing a few games which we're going to talk about in a little while to mm-hmm. playstation and nintendo mm-hmm. those did get announced this week which mm-hmm. I was very interesting to see um how that was kind of handled um overall but it just tells me it's like we're going to see how much money we can make by just putting these games on there and if we can make money that way then that's the way we're going to move forward when games Mm -hmm. kind of slow down on our services so um i i really look forward to seeing game pass grow i'm really excited about cloud gaming um because thank the good lord we're past the stadia era and everything but like i i i play on x cloud as much as i play on my xbox like i i play a lot on my backbone and everything and uh it's nine times out of ten like it's flawless you know i wouldn't even say 9.9 times out of 10 um (laughs) but there are more people using it which is a good thing because i i think power world was one reason but a lot more people were using x cloud recently because the times were a lot longer Uh, correct so i think it's good i i'm glad for them uh we do have some more some Mm -hmm. more game pass news and uh, Phil Spencer suggests new Call of Duty games will hit Game Pass day one. I told you. Mm. Will this year's Call of Duty launch day one on Game Pass? <coughs> Xbox Phil Spencer has suggested it will. Speaking to Game File, Spencer said, Our intent is that the full portfolio of games from Zenimax, Activision Blizzard, and Xbox Game Studio will be on Game Pass day one. Microsoft has already announced that Diablo 4 is coming to Game Pass, and there is a clear intent to get all of the Call of Duty backlog into the library. But the suggesting, but the suggestion the new Call of Duty games launch straight to Game Pass as well as as well is a somewhat surprising one, given Activision's resistance to the idea in the past. Mm-hmm. Former Activision Blizzard and son of the devil Bobby Kotick stated he didn't agree with the idea of multi-game subscription service as a business pr- proposition. Then speaking to IGN last year, Spencer responded <laughs> to the opposing <laughs> ideologies to say, well, 
there's a different person making the decisions. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> it's easy to see why Spencer would want the new Call of Duty games to launch on day one of Game Pass. However, AAA publishers have expressed concerns about the impact on game sales. Take-Two CEO Strauss Zelnick said during a financial call, I still don't think it makes sense, and I believe that it's now becoming obvious that it doesn't make sense. It is just a lost opportunity for the publishers. So I wouldn't want to speak for my friend Phil, but our views remain unchanged. For now, Spencer said work is being done to get the existing Activision Blizzard games on Game Pass. We're doing the back-end work to make them come to PC and console simultaneously, Spencer said. Derek, what's mm -hmm. your thoughts on all of this? Well, again, I, I hate to tell you I told you so, but I told you so. You know, it's like when, when we first talked about, like, Activision Blizzard being bought by Microsoft, and then it's like everyone's talking about, oh, now that, you know, Starfield is and... Um, uh, was exclusive like what does that mean mm -hmm. for call of duty and i said look they're not going to cut off their nose to spite their face they're not going to cut off their knees and cut their their uh, revenue in half yeah they're going to put it on game pass for sure but they were never going to make it exclusive now the question was was will it be day one and i kind of leaned toward yes they would because again they want return on investment and they're like look yeah, and we've seen, yes, even though Game Pass, you don't pay anything extra, we have seen scale, sales skyrocket from people who have subscribed to Game Pass and have increased in, have increased their game purchasing because of it, because it's like a trial and error. It's like, hey, pay nothing extra outside of Game Pass, play this game, you know, give, give this basically a full trial run, and if you like it, and if you want to own it, buy it. So, and it, it just makes sense, right? Because... There, the like Diablo 4 is coming this what soonish or like this summer to Game Pass, I think, or no, what was like soon if it's not already out, like March, right? Hold on, I'm looking, looking it up. <clears throat> uh, March 28th, March, okay, so in a month, so that was the first domino to fall. Call mm -hmm. of Duty is the next logical step. Now it's like, okay, now when is, you know, like, uh, you know, big Blizzard games on the PC side going to step over to Game Pass? So it just makes sense, you know, I'm surprised. Because, you know, when interview when asked about this, Phil Spencer said, oh, it's going to be a later thing, later thing. And I guess he just meant because he was interviewed about it last year that it's going to just be a year from now. So because I know, like, there's been rumors, like, the new Call of Duty is going to be Gulf War or Gulf Coast War or something like that. It's going to be it's going to be something about the Gulf Coast. So and, and and it also will help for the Call of Duty games that yes, there have been some bad ones, some less than stellar ones, but they still kill it yeah. in NPD sales. It'll help for the ones that are not that great looking or not that promising to still get a breath of life from Game Pass. Yeah, just looking, you know, over on the Activision Blizzard's website. Mm hmm. Call of Duty, clear one that they're wanting everything, mm -hmm. but what if we get, you know, Crash Bandicoot on Game Pass? Mm. We mm. get Spyro on Game Pass. I know yeah. those are like a little bit more nostalgia-based and everything. Get Sekiro on Game Pass. Mm. And then Tony Hawk. The uh, Yes. You know, the, uh, bring all the old Tony Hawk games. And American uh, American Underground or American Wasteland? American Wasteland, and then you had, before that, Underground 1 and 2, which those yeah. are awesome. Uh, Pro Skater 4 was really good as well. Um, and the remake that we got 
like was great of one or two about two years ago so um yeah that would be amazing to see um those games like come to it and you know i i don't think they do anything with warcraft like world of warcraft um yet i don't know like the i know they have like specific games that are pc only Mm. for game pass yeah it's like the because you have to have a subscription to play wow Mm. to you can start for free but then like when you hit there's a level cap to it oh yeah so i don't know um overwatch it's free to play so yeah there's no reason to put it on game pass I do like. Diablo. I mean, the ultimate edition with all the extra skins, I guess maybe. Yeah, I do like that. Um, Diablo is coming to it for sure. Yes. Um. Yeah, those those are kind of the big ones, and you know, there there are other games, but we. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to see like some of the older things that are bigger. Uh, yeah. To Game Pass from Activision Blizzard, so. It wasn't uh, bring back Singularity. Was Singularity part of that? I think it was Raven Software that did it. Yeah. So I, Are they so part I think of Act- Well, they were at the time. I think they were Activision. Yeah. Hold on. Studios. You looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking it up. Okay. Yeah, they they work on Warzone, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. They 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 met the same fate as um the Crash Bandicoot team. They just yeah. got it. They were the first ones to get absorbed into Call of Duty support. Yeah, so hopefully uh, we will we'll see them. But yeah, bring Singularity. Um, mm-hmm. Who made Prototype? Who was that? I think it was Activision as well. Prototype would be dope. Um, let's see. Pulling it up. Where is it at? Radical Entertainment. Who's that? Who's that under? Vivendi Games, Activision. Okay, they're under Activision. Mm. So there, there are there are a lot of cool things that are within this. So I'm excited. Uh, Will COD this year come day one? I don't know. Um, that might be the push, the plan. Yeah. It might be next year, but for them to finalize everything and then Diablo come out this quickly oh yeah game pass i I think i think this year is likely because again like yes diablo by the time it hits it'll almost it'll have been nine months since the game released but cod's always a fall game so they have had they'll have plenty of time to work out the the legalities and bring it to game pass yeah well cod coming to game pass is so far away but if you need to pick me up right now guys you can get some delicious coffee brand coffee they have quality coffee with no gimmicks and no politics nearly four thousand verified reviews and most of those are five out of five they got 12 coffee blends 12 organic teas three hot cocoa flavors and if you prefer cold brew and k-cups those are available as well amy's tried the medium roast she love that and she tried the chai tea so they have some great stuff in there and they got some interesting flavors like blueberry cobbler flavored coffee Mm. 
Sounds delicious. Mm -hmm. And the thing that always gets me is everything is hand roasted, fresh to death. It's right there <laughs> when you order it. Okay. It's not sitting there like Folgers. Okay. It's not sitting on the Walmart store that someone kicked down the aisle. It's great. It's fresh. And it's based in the U.S., guys. So elevate your coffee experience with Coffee Brand Coffee today. Use code NerdCave at checkout or the link in the description below to get 5% off your order today. Do it now. Let's move into the Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase. We got a bunch of good little goodies in here. Mm -hmm. I kicked it off by Obsidian's Grounded and Pentiment are the first Xbox games coming to Switch and PlayStation. So, yeah, so we got all, like, literally after talking about the business update last week and how they said four mysterious games, literally not even a week later, we get all four announced in the same day. Two of them yep. at this Direct, the other two were kind of announced as a blog post kind of to wrap everything up with a bow. But after it was revealed late last week that Xbox was planning to release four of its previous first-party games onto other platforms, today's Nintendo Direct revealed that Obsidian Games titles Grounded and Pentiment are coming to Nintendo's hybrid console. Pentiment will be released, to, or is, is out now, um, while Grounded will be released on April 16th. We'll talk about the other two games in a minute, but those, like, all four games... Uh, will be coming to PlayStation, but only Grounded uh, and uh, Pentiment are going to be coming to Switch. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. For now, anyway. Yeah, I think because Sea of Thieves is a lot more taxing and it's all oh, yeah. online, um, like the Grounded that we're getting on Switch, oh, that thing is ugly. All right. I didn't see it, but I can imagine because I mean, it is it is what, ugly. It what is what like, I know the Witcher was rough. What was the other game that was like we both went ugh like when we saw it on Switch? I forget what it was, and it's gonna irk me. There was another was third party Witcher. port. It was the Witcher, but I feel was it the Batman Arkham? Uh, uh yeah, that one looked bad too. Yeah, I think yeah. it was that one where we both went like, this ain't it, dog. <laughs> yeah, I did. It was interesting that Grounded is going to be cross-play between all mm. of them. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. Uh, but if Fortnite can do it, then anybody can do it, I guess, these days. Correct. So, um, and, like, yes, we're getting these games, but the next story is also very interesting because right. classic rare, rare games, including Killer Instinct, Battletoads, battle maniacs are out now for switch online some more classic rare games from the nes snes and n64 eras are coming the way to switch via switch online today killer instinct battle toads battle maniacs rc pro am snake rattle and roll will be available on switch online and switch online plus expansion pack subscribers will also have access to the n64 gabe blast core we got a trailer. I just wanted uh, Rare is owned by Xbox. Right. For Nintendo to be able to put these games out because we did get a Battletoads recently. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a Killer Instinct over on the Xbox. Mm -hmm. There's a deal here, here as well. Yeah. You There's got to be. There's a dealer here as well. I wonder if we get like Diddy Kong Racing. Ooh. Like, because Rare worked on that. Uh, yeah. They worked on another Donkey Kong game. I can't remember which one it Wasn't was. Wasn't it Tropical Freeze on the Wii U? I'm not sure. Or was that retro? It may have been retro. 
Yeah, I can't remember. It was one of the old Donkey Kong games, but mm, oh, one of the old ones. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Tropical Freeze was like the last big one, and I thought I couldn't remember if Rare or Retro was do, was did that one. It was Retro because Rare was already owned by. Yeah, good point. Xbox and everything. So, hmm. this was cool to see. I was not expecting this. So let's check out this trailer. Like seeing the old rare, yeah. <laughs> like I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, do you think we'll also get Banjo Kazooie? Maybe. Maybe this is the start. Yeah. <laughs> like. Oh. So glad that games have come so much I know. Why <laughs> this Blast Corp game? Oh my gosh. Like I was like, is this what gaming used games to be? That was the today. mecha back then, man. Yeah, I you know. You can play them with an active Nintendo Switch Online or Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack membership. So I like how they hide Blast Corp behind the expansion pack. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like I don't think anyone's like going after that one. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Might be I might be wrong, but there might be some Blast Core fans that are just like, ah, you know what I mean? But I was just like, mm -hmm. when I saw it, I was like, man, that's what gaming used to be. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I know, like, man. It's it's thank God we've come a long way since then. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, Dan says, I don't remember who did it, but I remember the Prince of Persia remake that looked worse than original. Yeah, that's the one that keeps getting delayed. Um, and now and they haven't even talked about it. Now that, uh, the, was it the, oh, Lost Crown is the new yeah, one? Yeah. The Lost Crown is out. Like everyone's talking about that one. And like Ubisoft's like, good. Forget about the terrible first impression remake we did. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> we're not, we're not doing a remake. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, just gaslighting us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mandela effect. It's like, no, yeah, <laughs> that's not in this timeline. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, like, I think you're onto something like, and it wouldn't be surprising. Now, granted, yes, the new Battletoads game that came out for Xbox a couple of years ago, like, didn't really hit the mark. But mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we got that on Switch, like, down the road as well. Yeah. Well, and you think about it, um, goldeneye was rare as well mm. and we just got like a re-release of that yeah and on last year in january yeah so perfect it, dark perfect dark we could see that um interesting stuff there yeah interesting yeah. stuff the possible microsoft has opened the floodgates they have they have a new Super Monkey Ball game is coming this June. So during today's showcase, Sega announced that a new Super Monkey Ball franchise entry is coming exclusively to Nintendo Switch on June 25th. Super Monkey Ball Banana Rumble is the, ver is the first new entry in the series in over 10 years. Aside from being a new installment in over a decade, Banana Rumble introduces some new features to the series. Most notably, this will mark the first time up to 16 players from across the globe can duke it out on multiplayer modes. Multiplayer modes aside, Banana Rumble will also include an adventure mode that includes 200 brand new stages. Either tackle the levels yourself or up with up to four friends via local or online play. 
which will be trash. I love that it's like a uh, Apple commercial. All right. <laughs> I know you're getting that day one. You know it, man. Like day zero, if I could. Days, but you know, if so. you pre-order now, you can get it three days early. Heck yeah! With the banana suit, man. <laughs> banana phone. Um, what was I gonna say? It's crazy, also, to think that this is the first new entry because I'm thinking it's like we've gotten Super Monkey Ball games, but they've all been like re, like mm -hmm. not remakes, but like remasters or ports. Yeah. So it's crazy to think it's been ten years since the last new entry into Super Monkey Ball. Yeah, I never played one. Like this is not Me a game either. that I've ever played, ever wanted to play. Um, you know, it's uh, it looks like a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> this just looks You're like not a wrong. straight up fever dream to me. I'm just like, what is going on here? Everyone's gonna quit Hell Divers and go play Monkey Ball. Yeah, you, man. You know it. Everybody's got that FOMO. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna <laughs> play Monkey Ball. <laughs> hey, man. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. You know, hey. It, it, I mean, look. Foam Stars was the number one game in everyone's hearts until Hell Divers came along. <laughs> I I don't think that's true, Derek. I don't think that's true. <laughs> you know, in Sony's mind, it was. In Square Enix's mind, it was. Uh, in their hearts, they were hoping, but uh, right, people would rather twiddle their thumbs than play Foam Stars. I didn't even hear about any like concurrent players for Foam Stars. That's how bad it was, probably. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on to the next game that was shown at the Nintendo Direct. South Park Snow Day announced for the Switch. We already knew that South Park Snow Day, a new 3D co-op game, is coming to the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, and S on March 26. Today, publisher THQ Nordic announced that the game will also be released on the Nintendo Switch. And we've got a trailer. Come on, it's a snow day. Come on, butters. Let's go, Stan. Snow day, everyone. By the way, apologies in advance. As the new kid. All right, you're on now, new kid. Join Cartman, Stan, and the rest of the gang to save the town in this co-op action game. Choose from a wide range of iconic South Park items and cosmetics to customize your character however you'd like. Once you're set, it's time for battle. Take on an avalanche of enemy factions. It's and crazy how good with up to three Nintendo Grab can make their games look, the but then third parties yeah, struggle like so hard. Switch, right. It's like, what's the secret sauce? Pre-orders are available now on Nintendo eShop. It's snow day, dude. 
I mean, cool. Like <clears throat> that's going to be Embracer Group shining gem, I guess you could say. That's THQ Nordic because that's the only studio they have left that does games. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah um, but also, it doesn't look as great as the last two South Park games that they did because you know that was the turn-based RPG ones uh, with Stick of Truth and mm-hmm. the Fractured Butthole. Um, but good on it. And it was like it. it when it's like okay snow day got shown but i thought it was already coming to switch just because the other two have but the fact that they had to make a special announcement was like oh hey by the way we are putting it on switch it's like kind of a little late to the party aren't you yeah and it's like is the switch the place to put this game right it's like you spread your resources and i know like the switch has a huge install base oh yeah but it's like you spread your resources thinner to be able to get it on this console and run and everything hopefully it will run well Mm -hmm. uh, because nothing's worse than getting a game that just doesn't run well um on any console i don't care who it is you're spending hard-earned money um and it's like what could you have done to you know made the game better or whatever without putting it on switch i don't know i feel like it's a waste to be honest yeah because they're just doing it because the other two are on it yeah because like when you think about it it's like the majority of people that are on switch are people that love animal crossing and stardew valley or they're younger yeah kids you know what i mean or they're they're like they're wanting to play like mario games they're not wanting to play this no i I feel like it's you know i don't know i feel like it's yeah i mean a waste you're right i mean especially this late in the in the console life in the switch's life cycle like if it's to be true that switch 2 is within the next calendar year like you're you're wasting resources yeah well and again it's embracer group trying to get some sort of money because they uh yeah they, they suck so yeah they, you know there you go next up epic mickey rebrushed is a remake of the 2010 Wii exclusive and epic mickey the 2010 platformer released on the Wii is getting a facelift for Nintendo Switch with Epic Mickey rebrushed. In addition to the upgraded graphics and other improvements, this remake will add new skills for Mickey to take advantage of. Epic Mickey rebrushed is out sometime later this year on the Nintendo Switch. I'm assuming this is still is going to be exclusive. Well, and it's like I paused because maybe it, maybe it was the second one I'm thinking of because. I know Epic Mickey came to other platforms, but I think that was when they did the second game in the series. The first one, I think, was solely exclusive. Mm. Okay. Let's check out this trailer. (laughs) What is the March 25th? Sid's mischievous mirror lured Mickey Mouse into his workshop. That would have been a good nod to paintbrush. A curious Mickey creates a mess and becomes trapped in a magical wasteland inhabited by forgotten and rejected characters. Mickey. Platforming adventure, Epic Mickey returns in a faithful remake of the beloved (laughs) classic. Explore this unusual dimension. 
using mm. the magic brush to shape the world with almost gives me like paint thinner you know like Halloween to town vibes epic hero. Yeah. Disney epic Mickey rebrushed launches on Nintendo switch this year It looks good, you know. Yeah. It's, it's not something that I'm like, oh my god, and like you right. know, take my money. Like again, like I feel th this, of course, is not a first party direct, no. so it is like filling in a lot of gaps. Like we're we're getting a lot more stuff in on the calendar because yeah, it was like there was <laughs> as the year went, there was like less and less games. So now we are getting more of that. Um, are you excited for this, Derek? Are you going out to get a switch right now? No, um, you know, and it, kudos because when it came out to the Wii way back in the day, it was a big deal. I won't say a big deal, but it was a pretty decent game for the at that time. So good to know that they're going back in the catalog. It's like, hey, what third party game have we ported over to the Switch? Let's do this one. So good on them because I know like the I wonder if they'll keep the magic with the uh, Switch Joy-Cons because I know like mm. the paintbrush, like when you blurted paint you use the wii remote to you know aim and move it and all that kind of stuff so i wonder if they'll keep that same you know shtick with the joy cons but we'll see maybe maybe now this one this one i got excited for Derek. <laughs> i was i was like this is this is what i'm here for i wasn't expecting it but now i'm here for it <laughs> star wars battlefront classic collection has been announced so uh, I don't know if I forget if it's Aspire or Asper Media is back at it with another re-release of a beloved classic Star Wars game as the studio announced the Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection today. As the name implies, the Battlefront Collection uh, is a compilation of the first two Star Wars Battlefront games alongside build, bundling the two games. It includes new content, including maps and characters. One of the new characters, including Jedi Kit Fisto, while Jabba's Palace is among one of the new maps. A new mode called Hero Assault will also be available. The classic collection it will, is out on March 14th for the Switch, plus PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And we've got a trailer. Fight in iconic battles from across the Star Wars galaxy in this collection of I'm two so classic games. I know. <laughs> Up to 64 players can strike back against 64 players. in massive online battles. This collection includes additional playable characters such as Kit Fisto, and additional maps like Jabba's Palace. Plus, battle as your favorite heroes or villains in Hero Assault. Oh. Play as Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, and more on maps including Death Star and Naboo. Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection launches on the Nintendo Switch system March 14th. Pre-orders begin today on Nintendo eShop. Oh, I was so excited, Derek. I so Zach, so uh, March fourteenth, you're gonna you're gonna dump hell divers, and we are gonna play this, right? Uh, yeah, actually, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Uh, when it, when when I'm seeing when March fourteenth is, is it a stream day? Is it a stream day? It's a Thursday. Mm. It's a Thursday. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, hell divers launched on a Thursday, and you played it the following Tuesday. So true, true, true. But dude, like getting both of that, yeah, like plus, that is... plus a new character and new map, yeah, which it might have more characters than just Kit Fisto, yeah. Um, Dan asks, is it a remake or is it just adding to existing content? So it's uh, not a remake; it's more uh -uh. of a like a re-release with some additions to it. Yeah. 
Um, if you couldn't tell by the trailer, the graphics did not look remade. Just be fair. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, like with Hero Assault, you could only play on Tatooine on the original Battlefront mm. Two. So now getting to do that on more maps is going to be really, really cool. Um, dude, I'm looking forward to you know Galactic Assault where or Galactic Campaign. Dude, I'd play so flipping much <laughs> on Galactic Campaign and like the second game. Like, I uh, I hope. Uh, oh my gosh, I, I'm getting like when I saw this, I was like, might have to take off work. I, I, I can't I can't take off work that day, but uh, you know, yeah. So more like official mods says Dan. Sort of like we are yeah. getting new characters and new maps. Uh, we are getting additions to it, but it's not going to be like a full blown new game. I'm I'm hoping, like, how crazy will it be that this game does better than Battlefront Two? Any of the EA Battlefronts? Oh yeah, I mean, that we've gotten. Recently. It'll crush one by far. Let's be fair. Yeah. <laughs> so I I'm excited. Y'all let me know. Like, it, hey. Because I think it's pretty. It's going to be pretty cheap. They're usually like around like. Forty dollars for these games, if not cheaper. Yeah, I'm about to say, I I was maybe thirty bucks, but you know, forty will probably be the the sweet spot. So we'll see how it holds up. We'll mm -hmm. see how it holds up because uh, not every old game holds up that well. No, Derek, you want me want to hit these other tidbits from yeah. the direct? So just you know, there was twelve announcements and all, and I just focused on the the six that you know was bit were bigger to us. Uh, some other announcements included Shin Megami Tensei 5 Vengeance is a revamped version of the 2021 Switch exclusive and will be releasing on June 21st. Endless Ocean Luminous is coming to the Switch on May 2nd and for people thinking that oh it's a remake or a remaster of one of the previous two games no it is a continuation so this will be the third game in the series. Um, Ender Magnolia Bloom in the Mist, it, Bloom in the Mist is a sequel to the 2020, 2021 game Ender Lilies. Monster Hunter Stories is getting remastered for modern platforms. Gundam Breaker 4 was announced, and it will be out sometime this year. And lastly, as a big troll to people fans of the series, Mother 3 is coming to Switch Online, dot, 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 but only in Japan. Why are they doing that? <laughs> you, you know, know what I, mean? I don't know what's that? a bit what's more egregious the fact that nintendo is gatekeeping this game from americans and like just to keep it in their homeland or the fact that people are just like frothing at the mouth for this series like don't don't get me wrong i don't i, I know i have that hot take from the game awards about zelda i've watched gameplay on earthbound and the mother series it's fun it looks cool but i don't get the hype around it you know what i mean like i don't know why people are like like raising their pitchforks and 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 uh, torches and be like give us mother three it's like cool i guess you know good for you but the I, series I, think I don't think it's needed i think it's more of a nostalgia thing than anything yeah. at this point like for me i i couldn't care less about mother three or earthbound yeah. whichever way you want to call it uh it is weird but i i think most of it is because it hasn't been localized that's yeah. probably a lot of it because I don't think Mother Three ever came over here. No, um, it still hasn't. Yeah, so like I think that's what it is. It's just like not localized. So it's like we can put it over there, but you're not gonna <laughs> unless you speak Japanese. You're not gonna what's going on. So. People, people will find out the hacks. Let's be fair. True, true. 
Dan, I 100% agree. I'm, Dan says, I have not been impressed by the Gundam Breaker series. I haven't been impressed with a Gundam game in a very long time. Like mm. the PlayStation 2 Gundam games, man, like the early ones, oh, I ate that stuff up. <laughs> I ate that stuff up. I played like every freaking one of them. But when you get down to it, like a lot of the Gundam games don't make you feel big. Like you don't feel like yeah. you're in the mech and like you're destroying Correct. things. It's just like it, the scale, the vibe is not there. That's true. You know, and I'm all I'm all about the vibes, Derek. I'm all about the vibes. The realisticness of it. No, it doesn't have to be realistic, but it's gotta have the vibe. You yeah. Know? That's why we gotta get into some PlayStation news because we gotta clear out this these vibes of these other yeah. consoles. <laughs> Everybody's like, Sony <laughs> Pony. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some PlayStation news. PlayStation 5 Pro release reportedly due in the second half of 2024. So speaking to CNBC, Canton Games CEO Sirkin Toto seemed very certain that Sony is gearing up for a revised version of its flagship console following the release of the colloquially dubbed PS5 Slim in November. Quote, there seems to be a broad consensus in the game industry that Sony is indeed preparing to launch a launch of the PS5 Pro in the second half of 2024, and Sony will want to make sure it will it had to have a great piece of hardware ready when GTA 6 hits in 2025, a launch that will be a shot in the arm for the entire games industry. So, no, no surprise, they've done this before. Well, X. It's it's sort of like a, re a reverse of what Xbox did and Sony did last generation because Xbox released the One S and then a year later released the One X. Sony was like, "Hey, Pro in summer, I mean Slim in summer, Pro in fall." So last fall they kind of like I wouldn't say stealth launch, but like surprise, like last minute announced, "Hey, we're doing a Slim version and it's real and it's coming soon." Um, so it makes sense that pro, like they always want to do these hardware refreshes around the, uh, around the holidays. That's when people are spending the most money. Mm. It's like, what do you want under the tree this year, Jimmy? I want a PS5 pro. So here we go. My thing will be like, how much more powerful will it be? Because we got yeah. some specs on, you know, what the Xbox's mid, mid generation hardware would be, but now what's what sony going to bring to the table because again and i meant to talk on it earlier xbox has always had the more powerful like at least since xbox one well more like more like one x has they've always had the more powerful hardware but they've never had the software and the mind share the two yeah. most important factors in games to overtake sony yeah 100 and like we see this every time you know, every mm -hmm. generation we get, like last generation, we got the regular, we got the slim, then we got the pro. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's just kind of par for the course and everything. So I think because this generation has been so weird yeah. with COVID and everything and like the lack of consoles being out in the wild. Yeah. That, like we're just kind of like, uh, you know, most people have just recently got a PlayStation or an Xbox. Yeah. And it's like, they're already talking about new consoles and upgraded yeah, and ones upgrade. And yeah. And it's well, like, it's, so, it's sort of like the films and the games industry because they've had so many projects put on pause that mm -hmm. now it's like, we need a rush to get it out here. Like, yeah. make money, like, 
put it out, like make money. And it's like, it's like the consoles are following suit now. Yeah. And it's like, people only have so much money. Right. You know, it's like people only have so much money. Their money only goes so far. And when the necessities are way more expensive, oh, you're not yeah. going to get people to buy these things. Mm -mm. You might put it out there, but who has the money? Can you actually manufacture these things where there's enough of them? Right. You know what I mean? That's that's my biggest thing. Like, I know we're not in the pandemic and things are a little bit different, but it's like we've got to be, you know, like really into our our mind here. It's like, do people have the money to go buy one of these? Nine times out of ten, no. No. You know, and FOMO's real. Yeah. You know, like I you know, watching kind of funny, like they're talking about games that I probably wouldn't buy. You know, but it's like they're talking about it. It's like, oh, man, that sounds really interesting. I want to play mm -hmm. it, you know, and it's like PS4, PS5 Pro sounds cool, like having more power and all of that. But GTA 6 is not being developed for the PS5 Pro. No, it's 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 already like yeah. dev. Kit. I'm sure they don't even have a dev kit yet to send yeah. out to them. So it, I, I don't know. Like, I, I know that we're in this place where where we've got to keep pushing things we got to keep going and i know you know hardware is always getting better and better and better but it's like at some point it's like you know you gotta you gotta know where to draw the line for yourself uh, mm -hmm. you know so i don't want anybody to ever feel like they, they you know it's like yeah they might release it doesn't mean you gotta buy it because i never <laughs> bought the ps4 pro like i didn't feel like i needed one other than that god of war one because man that thing looked dope oh yeah that's pretty much the only one yeah so that, that's the only it's the only one that you gave up your gold one for no i still have my gold one. Oh, that's right i must say i had to give up my gold one because it's like what am i gonna do with uh two ps4s yeah i i have i gave up my original for the gold one. Oh yeah that's okay yeah and then it was like the pro came out and i was like whatever i don't yeah. even care <laughs> Got some more Sony news for y'all. SIE head Hiroki Totiki cites strong first-party titles as a key to improving Sony's operating margins. Sony's chief operating officer, Hiroki Totiki, is temporarily leading Sony Interactive Entertainment following Jim Ryan's departure. Totiki is actively working to improve Sony's operating margins for its game business. He believes that the first-party titles on PS5, PC, and other platforms are key to achieving this. During a recent Q&A session, Totiki mentioned that manufacturing costs for the PlayStation 5 are hindering margin improvement, but emphasized the importance of strong first-party games for margin growth. The meaning of other platforms is likely mobile devices and cloud platforms, as Sony has expressed interest in strengthening its presence in these areas. PlayStation Virtual Reality 2 is also a possibility, although it is often overlooked in public discussions and by Sony itself. <laughs> a more unlikely option is Sony bringing its games to Xbox and Nintendo and potentially for the multiplayer offerings, which I highly doubt that. So, Derek, thoughts? I was going to say, let me, let me clear the air on that last part, right? There's no way, like, maybe Nintendo, but especially, like, because Jim Ryan, like he's retiring after the end of next month mm -hmm. and leaving Sony, they're not gonna they're they're not wanting to spit in his face. 
especially after you know he was like i just want to block your merger and i'm not saying that it won't be they can't play fair down the line but it's also sony's not sony's mo to want to play ball like they only gave up mlb to uh because of licensing with the mlb that's the only reason they gave up the show to xbox and switch they're not going to do that. You're not going to see God of War. You're not going to see Horizon on Xbox or play Nintendo anytime soon. Um, but yeah, because of that, that's out the door. I do agree with them that cloud, PC, your mobile devices, I do think that's going to be their future. Just like with Xbox is like, you know, like we, we're not going to we're not going to put it, our Game Pass on PlayStation and Switch we're just going to strengthen on anything else that has a uh, has a screen mainly your mobile device yeah and portal like playstation portal is yep. a testament to that they're wanting you know like i think other devices people aren't considering that but you mm -hmm. do have to have a playstation to do that yep. um you know i don't think we get another handheld device from playstation mm. um vr it's there but it's it's not supported you know no. it, it's not supported and it costing more than the console is a shot in the foot like it, it makes it right. where people aren't going to buy it like you can buy a meta quest by itself and play more games than mm -hmm. what the vr2 could do so yeah i i think they're they definitely want to move more into the cloud side of things um but they haven't had the strongest track record in that so mm. Only time will tell. Yeah. Derek, it's time for the PlayStation Quickies. And do, and we got some Quickies. So first up, Sony's value has reportedly dropped by $10 billion, with a B, following revised PS5 sales forecast. Google engineers hacked PlayStation Portal to play PSP games offline. Weird move. Hiroki Totaki says Bungie needs to improve at, quote, assuming accountability for development timelines. Forever Skies brings first-person survival adventure to PS5 as a console debut exclusive this year. Uh, as The four games we alluded to earlier, the other two that got announced coming multi-platform from Xbox, uh, Hi-Fi Rush will arrive on PS5 March 19th, while Sea of Thieves will set sail for the PlayStation 5 on April 30th. Helldivers 2 servers hit, capa hit capacity limit as Arrowhead works to address, but there has been a patch uh, and will kick AFK, meaning after 15 minutes, if you're just just sitting there idling, they will kick you from the server to get to give that space to someone who actually wants to play, not just holding a spot. Arrowhead CEO says it's worth waiting to buy Helldivers 2 until the server problems are fixed. Uh, an interesting one, Helldivers 2 was built on a discontinued engine and they say our crazy engineers had to do everything. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Three is at roughly the same stage as Final Fantasy VII Rebirth was when Remake One wrapped development. And lastly, journalist claims we won't have to wait long to see the new Twisted Metal game. Is anybody interested in a new Twisted Metal game? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I they're feel just like... capitalizing on the Peacock, you know, yeah. the fact because you know the the first season did well. They already confirmed a second season yeah. at the Game Awards, and they're just riding off that hype train. Let's be fair. Like, is anyone excited? Probably not. The hardcore fans will, but they're just riding off the coattails. Yeah, I feel like that's such a, a game that is, like, meant to stay in the 90s. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? I, that's just how I feel on, on that. Um, 
yeah, Helldivers, um, doing great, you know, mm-hmm. it's doing great. And it being built, I didn't know that it was built on a discontinued engine. Like, that's, yeah, that was interesting one. That's even more of a like, uh, man, they they've really made a good game off of, you know, less than. So, right. I, I'm excited to get back into it. But Hiroki Totoki saying Bungie needs to. I was just thinking that you're talking about how it's better than Destiny, and I'm like, hmm, wait till we get to the quickies. <laughs> yeah, like that's that is big. From you know, again, he's not the forever head of sie but like he's the interim and everything but it's true bungie likes to blame everybody and i i am like i love bungie i but they have gotten rid of a lot of the people that created bungie and ran Mm -hmm. bungie and it's become super corporate and not the greatest place and they like to point fingers we saw that with activision we've seen it with sony as well so it's like you gotta you sometimes you gotta act like an adult and take responsibility yeah. you know what i mean it's like well, especially you're all like because the final shape has like been through such like rough development and like they've had to delay it it's like okay guys like when are you gonna like you're at the finish line before destiny 3 drops or before you talk about destiny 3 and look to that future and now you're fumbling the ball like come on guys like this is game of thrones season eight at this point yeah well, do you think there's a new, uh, another Destiny? Do you think? Oh there's well, they a said the final three? shape is going to wrap up Destiny too. That's for yeah. sure. Like, but I, do you think there's going to be another Destiny? I mean, they've they've invested so much time. Like now, now will Sony want it? That's that will be yeah. the real question. But I think Bungie internally, like they've spent so much resources and they've spent literally ten years making this game and this like world. I feel like it's only because they wanted. When they when they started this franchise, they had a ten year plan in place originally. Granted, that changed and fell through a lot from the way like people reacted because they were act- under Activision at the time. So Activision had much different plans yeah. than Bungie wanted. But I, I think they wanted this to be the Space Odyssey version of WoW, where it's like every year get a new expansion, you have these yeah. like events, like create this ever expanding lore. You know, like add more to your character. You know, like heck, we even have like different vehicles, like the mounts type of thing. Yeah. So I feel like they do. No, has it beaten WoW? No, by no means. Like it, yeah. it has its, it's gained its rightful mind share. But I feel like, would I be surprised if tomorrow they said, or whenever the final shape drops, like the next day, that's like, all right, we're not doing Destin anymore. No, but. Do I think they put such time and sync into this world that they should continue and do a Destiny 3? Yes. Yeah. So right now, they've got 32,000 people. Mm-hmm. Um, the 24-hour peak was 32,673. So there are people playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all-time peak was 12 months ago with 316,750. And this is Steam. So this yeah. is not including, you know, console PlayStation. Like yeah. That. Well, and, uh, you know, it says like 12 months ago, that's when the last expansion dropped. So, yeah, I think yeah. whenever the new expansion drops, the, the peak, the player count will skyrocket. Yeah, it's staying around between like high 20s to like 40,000 people playing on Steam. Mm-hmm. But like you think about it, it's like people aren't talking about Destiny because there's nothing going on. True. Um, 
And again, it's like they're just not they're not executing, you know? Yeah. And like I know they're working on marathon as well. So we'll see that before. That's we true. See... They they may they may take a break. They may like say, Hey, let's get Marathon out and let's just let Destiny Three just state and like make sure like when we were we're ready to release it, it's the game that people want. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I fell out of love with Destiny because it Oh yeah. Yeah, like I wanted it, but then it was just like this is boring. Yeah. Like I know that I know it was when spoiler minor spoilers, even though it's like been like seven, eight years at this point, like the expansion where they killed off Cade. Yeah. Like I know that like really like set the story. Like that's when like there was actual story to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know two like set a good precedent for the story, but when they killed Cade, that's when the story really took off and they, you know, they got people back in, but yeah. eh. But they brought him back. Yeah, I know they're bringing them back for the final shape, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. So, guys, there's all the PlayStation quickies. We got one more segment for you. This is the Patreon quick hits. The quick hits are brought to you by our wonderful patrons. You can go support us at patreon.com, the Nerd Cave, of course, and you can help us continue to make awesome shows like this one. Keep the lights and the mics on, so become part of the ship, part of the crew over at patreon.com slash nerdcave, and if you don't have any extra bucks to toss, that's totally fine as well, because you can join us over on Patreon right now for free and see some of the cool things, because guys, we got something uh, something you know, Mm. Mm-hmm. coming yeah in the next few weeks x gonna give it to you gonna give it to you just saying just saying so you don't want to miss that out and uh patrons are going to get it first just saying mm. just saying patrons gonna get it first the patreon quick hits for this week Derek, take it away so speaking of embracer group embracer group confirms it shelved 29 unannounced games between july and december of last year Starbreeze says Payday 3 is performing at, quote, significantly lower levels than expected. Adam Jensen, voice actor, claims Eidos asked him to stop talking publicly about the character. Bandai Namco reveals that it canceled at least five games recently and aims to focus on stricter quality control. Disco Elysium dev reportedly plans to lay off a quarter of its staff, and an expansion for the game has also been canceled. New report claims Blizzard is set to cut 136 jobs at its Cork, Ireland office. From Software now appears to be the sole owner of the Elden Ring IP. Xbox Game Pass now has 34 million fully paid subs and growth coming from PC and cloud. Phil Spencer acknowledges Windows shortcomings on ROG Ally and other handhelds and promises to improve it. Phil Spencer says Helldivers 2 not being on Xbox isn't helping the games industry. Uh, Spencer also says Xbox is, quote, supportive of physical media amid rumors of shift to digital business. Microsoft Flight Simulator and the new Doom game reportedly being considered for rival consoles. Diablo 4's microtransactions go from bad to worse with a $65 horse bundle that costs more than the game itself. Remedy confirms Control 2 and Max Payne 1 and 2 remakes have increased development pace. Alan Wake 2 sells 1.3 million copies and Remedy looks to grow and expand the series going forward. Following that, Alan Wake 2 photo mode is coming via a free update in spring. WWE 2K24 confirms Post Malone as a playable character. Tekken 8 is getting a Tekken shop with in-game purchases causing fans to be divided. 
Sega describes Crazy Taxi reboot as a triple A game. Following that, new Crazy Taxi is reportedly a live service game with a 100-person survival mode. Cameron Monaghan would absolutely play a live-action Cal Kestis in a Star Wars project. Nacon Connect is returning February 29th, will include Greedfall 2, new Terminator game, and more. Warframe is now on iOS. Pokemon Presents live stream set to deliver exciting news in celebration of Pokemon Day on February 27th at 8 a.m. Central Time. Ubisoft's Invincible mobile game is out now. Twitch rival Kick distinguishes itself with a creator-friendly approach. Gearbox is reviving an underrated MOBA hero shooter in Gigantic Rampage Edition. Lady Gaga is coming to Fortnite in, their, in, the, in its next uh, festival event. Uh, Dying Light 2 gets a firearms update. Killer Clowns from Outer Space The Game gets a release date of June 4th. Borderlands 4 possibly teased by Randy Pitchford as he says, unannounced title is the greatest thing we've ever done. Dead Island 2 surprise launches on Game Pass. Pentiment and Hi-Fi Rush physical releases will be handled by limited run games in wake of Xbox's commitment to discs. There we go. A lot, lot of good stuff. Some lot of weird stuff in there. Yeah. Um, like, I didn't even know they were working on a new Doom game until yeah. th that article. I'm like, okay, way to, like, ruin one of your uh, announcements. Yeah, and because, like, Doom didn't come out on PlayStation as well. Say that again. Didn't the last two Doom games come out on PlayStation as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll say they came to... Yeah, and Switch, actually. Yeah. Well, now they're owned by Xbox. Yeah, so, so I think <clears throat> I think it was around the time Eternal came out that they had, were already bought by Xbox. Yeah. Um, just to, you know, foo-foo on Diablo for a second. $65 for a horse. Yeah, right. What is that <laughs> crap? Like, Oh, it's when, a horse bundle. Yeah, well, when the horse costs more than the game. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, like bro, I'm, what are we doing? I don't but know. But there will be people that buy it, though. Some people will buy it. Uh, Embracer Group. Did you see Greg's uh, comment about Embracer Group? Yes, I loved it. Like, like you talk about <laughs> his uh, Dice Awards speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So great. And then cuts to the CEO of Embracer. I'm just like, there you go. There you yep. go. Yep. <laughs> Didn't he come out, like, after that, or was it before, where he's just like, trying to like save face and like defend his decisions i'm like bro stop it you're not helping yourself yeah like they're awful i, I don't like them the, um, is embracer the new activision at this point <laughs> well yeah it was ea and then went to activision now it's embracer man because <laughs> you remember how ea got voted like worst company for, oh like, yeah years? i'm sure they still do yeah like i people would just wanted to hang out on ea and everything uh but yeah yeah, Dan, there that's putting the horse before the game. Exactly. Well played. I like it. I like it. Well, there you go, guys. That's the news. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to come back next week where we discuss all things video game related. Mm -hmm. This has been Zach. And Jarlin the Mason. Y'all have a blessed week. Bye.